0: And you can leave your mask on if you want, or leave it off. It's up. I'd to you. I'd rather take it off okay. when I'm speaking,
1: if that's okay. Yeah, you know,
0: it's interesting. I found that um, speaking through the mask is not a problem with radio.
1: It's is it really not? No? Yeah. it's very. I thought it would this, be awful, but it's not that bad. This particular mask, cloth mask, is really thick. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't wear this one when one. I teach or yeah. anything. So yeah, you need a thin one. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's get okay. going. This will be segment C of the Ball State chat for uh, January twenty seventh. Welcome back to the Vol State Chat here on WVCP-FM. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. We're joined now by Deb Moore, an English professor here at Vol State. And while we can find plenty to talk to her about about English, we're actually going to chat about a hobby of hers that has uh, quite the following. So, Deb, you post to social media sites, uh, the TikTok and uh, Instagram, under the title The Realistic Mystic. And uh, first of all, let's talk about how many followers you have on each of those platforms. Just a ballpark.
1: All right, Eric. Well, thanks for having me here first. I think we're a little over 60,000 followers now.
0: Wow, that's awesome. And that's, I think, what really kind of struck everyone is because um, a lot of people have social media sites, but you know, with, you know, people like me, we'd have like maybe two hundred people watching there. But you've got a lot of people following your stuff, and it, your posts are really
1: interesting. So it's kind of philosophy,
0: religion, current events, all wrapped up into one. What are you trying to do with social media?
1: Oh, that's the million dollar question. So uh, the the people who are wise about these things will tell you that if you want to grow an audience in social media, you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. You have the same little kind of narrow uh, path that you follow. And that's just not me. I get bored too easily. So I find myself being a little bit more diverse and talking about whatever interests me that day. And then all of a sudden, you know, one of them started to gain traction and it just picked up from there.
0: Now I gotta say I think some of it because you're kind of well and I wouldn't even say so much now but when you started this it was kind of unusual because you really have a lot of depth and thought into your posts whereas let's I mean you know TikTok is was dancing and all that kind of stuff primarily Um, so
1: it's done really well do you think it's because it's so different? Well, I, I know that TikTok has an algorithm that I certainly don't understand. <laughs> right. It's, don't it's beyond this, my grasp, but I know that it pretty quickly starts feeding you what you want. Yeah. And so, uh, when I first got on TikTok, I noticed that I got a lot of those little dance videos and things mm-hmm. like that. They're they're wonderful. People are very talented. But when you start to, when it starts to learn you, yep. Then it starts feeding you what you want, and I found that I resonate. Typically with people who are a little bit older, a little bit more mature, more thoughtful. A lot of local people. I have a huge following from Middle Tennessee. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it's uh well, it's kind of fun because it's like um you're basically and your posts are fairly long for I mean for TikTok and Instagram, but like you know three four minutes sometimes, right?
1: I do a few three minute posts. Most of them, I try to stay with the one minute posts okay. as much as possible.
0: Yeah, and I think the uh, so it. <laughs> Within this world of dancing videos and Instagram selfies, um, you know, in terms of the topics, quite often it's kind of tied to current events and just things that you're feeling, which, quite frankly, is the zeitgeist of, you know, the public because we're all feeling these things during COVID and with Black Lives Matter. There was a lot of issues that you approach. Um, How do you come up with what you're going to talk about or does it just come to you?
1: It pretty much just comes to me. Once it started to grow a little bit, I felt a little bit of that pressure to feed mm-hmm. the beast on a daily basis. Yeah. And so you kind of do go through a time where you're like, I got to find something to say. But I find that they work out best when you just respond with your own you know, feelings about whatever's up that day. And people resonate with that. They resonate with authenticity.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because um, one thing I've known, especially on TikTok, I've noticed that... Um, there's kind of an education aspect to TikTok now, where different communities are trying to use TikTok, or I shouldn't say trying, doing it very effectively, to kind of uh, give people a different perspective on all sorts of different communities. And um, I thought that was really exciting. So it's kind of showing that social media can be many different things. But Mm -hmm. now there's a lot of people out that don't like social media, and social media's got a lot of issues. So do you think social media is going to survive? Is it something we're going to look back on in 20 years and just laugh about TikTok posts? Or do you think things will have expanded and keep growing?
1: Well, I think it will survive because it, I think it's a kind of connection that we'll never let go of. But it will definitely change yeah. in the same kind of way that we look back on, uh, what was it, MySpace, MySpace now. Yep. And it's, it's it looks like a dinosaur. But it'll keep changing. But I think the way that people want to connect with one another and find their tribe, so to speak, mm-hmm. that has really resonated. Uh, around the world. So I think social media will continue, but I'm, I'm anxious to see what it looks like in 10 or 20 years.
0: Yeah. And probably if you keep doing your thing, you're going to need to be changing with it. That's part try. of the social media <laughs> thing, isn't it? Um, very good. Well, you were uh, also our commencement speaker uh, for the Vall State December graduation and a wonderful speech. Um, it seemed to me kind of that your speech touched on a lot of the issues you bring up in your social media post. What were you trying to say to students and attendees at the, uh, during that uh, event?
1: Well, first, Eric, that was like the thrill of a lifetime. It? It's a, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for someone like me who loves to teach, loves to connect with students, loves to inspire people to uh, live a more fulfilling and meaningful life. So that opportunity to do that with a group of freshly minted graduates <laughs> was something I couldn't turn down. But what I really wanted to pass along, and I thought about this long and hard, I wanted to give them the the nuggets of what has has been most important in my life. And first was the importance of being authentic. Mm-hmm. And living an authentic life is key to everything for me. And that authenticity is even deeper than a kind of honesty. It's a true integrity of self mm-hmm. that that you can, it's a, it's a secret thing almost. You carry it within you. And then secondly, to look for ways to be of service to others. Because I think once we do understand ourselves and know ourselves, the way we best show up in the world is when we look for ways to help others.
0: mm mm-hmm. And and really, that message, you're trying to leave people, the students, and plus the attendees. I mean, there's hundreds of people in our crowd. We have a, you know, the December graduation isn't quite as big as the May graduation, but, you know, hundreds of people there. Um, you're trying to kind of, uh, it, it seemed like, sum up a little bit of what the overall educational goal here at Vol State is. Right, which absolutely. is to you know, in terms of being authentic, we're hoping that students are learning about themselves while they're here. Oh, absolutely! Just as much as learning yeah. all this stuff that we're yeah. throwing at them.
1: Absolutely, there. You know, I know that the deans and the powers that be have to be really interested in things like student learning outcomes, and I am too. But at the end of the day, what really makes me excited is when I see the transformation that students yeah. undergo. They come into Vol State as one person, but they leave a couple of years later as a completely different person, someone. So many times I've seen this, they walk out with confidence, they have a sense of themselves, they're so much better prepared to to deal with their own life, and, yeah. and it's, it's, it's exciting to watch.
0: Well, and a lot of it's critical thinking. Um, you know, It's interesting because we're talking about the changes in education, and a lot of people are pointing out, they say, listen, with the Internet, we don't need to be cramming facts into people's heads. What we need to be doing is giving them the ability to communicate, absolutely, to think critically, and to, and to develop a kind of their own perspective on the world because, quite frankly, they're getting all this stuff jammed at them. It's, absolutely. it's incredibly – it's not absolutely. an easy
1: environment that we're living in right well, now, is it? And in the English department, one of the major things we teach is media literacy. How do I, how do I know what's coming at me is yeah. true or false? And that's the probably the number one question of our modern age these days is how do I discern between the truth, and and the falsehoods?
0: Yeah, and that's in terms of incoming information. And then, now to kick this back to your English background, you know, we were just talking today. I've been working with our social media writers, and we're talking about uh, writing on social media.
1: That's writing, mm, absolutely. The
0: essay. It's Absolutely. a fine thing to do, but honestly, today, you know, you might work for about 20 minutes on one sentence in social media because that's the sentence that's going to get people to read what you have to say. So. Absolutely.
1: Writing is changing, and I really think we'll probably see that show up in English departments in the next 10 or yeah. 20 years where we'll start teaching those uh, short forms of writing a lot more often than uh, very few of my students are ever going to need to write an academic essay except for college, and they're going to still learn it in my class, <laughs> right. but they also know they need to know that they need to revise and edit their Facebook posts yep. and their Twitter posts.
0: Well, and to think about them the same way in terms of uh, putting together a good Facebook post, you're still going to have an introduction that's going to grab people and make them want to read the rest. You're still going to have to explain yourself, and you've got to do it in a way that's interesting. And Absolutely. that's the same. It's just a mini essay. It's yes, and hopefully th-
1: you'll <laughs> use the correct form of your Yes, well, wow. <laughs>
0: We all tend to do things too quickly, especially when you're doing it with your thumbs. Absolutely. But uh, Well, it's exciting. And uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, seeing uh, what you do on The Realistic Mystic, which uh, you can see Deb Moore on TikTok and Instagram. Um, and uh, check out her, uh, her feeds. It's uh, usually pretty interesting stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, I think when we look back on this, do you think that, uh, I, I shouldn't say this, are you enjoying social media as much as you're enjoying teaching right now?
1: I'm having a ball with it. And I don't see them as that different. As a matter of fact, uh, the first day of class this semester, I had two students in my class who said that they follow me on TikTok. So one said that their advisor told them to follow me on TikTok when they signed up for my class. So I try to remember that they're part of my audience as well. And um, hopefully, whether someone sees me in the classroom or on social media, the goal is that they go away a little bit inspired to live a meaningful life.
0: Yeah, and to be able to challenge themselves. And, uh, yeah, that's certainly, uh, certainly the goal. Well, Deb, thank you so much. And, uh, folks, that's it for this edition of the Vol State Chat. A reminder that today's show will be available to download as a podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Just search for the Vol State Chat. You can always reach us at pr at volstate.edu. That's pr at I'm Eric Melcher. Thanks for joining us. Have a great afternoon, and stay tuned for more great music here on WVCP-FM.